Hey there, I am so excited to let you know that my upcoming book, Building Your Money Machine, is available for pre-order. Now, you might say, why do I want to pre-order a book that I'm not going to get until June 11th, 2024, when it comes out? Here's why. First off, it's going to get you access to a, a whole handful of wealth resources that you can't get anywhere else. They will go away. These are special resources, trainings and tools and, and templates that allow you to implement them into your life, to get financial freedom started in your life. The whole idea behind this book is to alight the path to financial freedom so you get the chance to live a life of choice not a life of need, to be able to choose what you do, when you want to do it, with whom you want to do it with. And yet we seem to not want to talk about financial freedom or money or wealth because we demonize it. But the fact is, is that it's just a tool. And if we use the tool correctly, we have a richer lifestyle, but we have a deeper impact. People's lives are better. And I want to have that conversation and I want to have it frankly. I want to have it openly. I want to give you the step-by-step -step process to get yourself the financial freedom. And that's what this book does for you. It's about getting your money to work harder for you than you did for it. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to yourmoneymachinebook.com. Check out the wealth resources that you get for free, but they're going to expire. So you need to pre-order the book today, put your information in, and then we'll make sure that we get you the resources to get you on the road and on the path to financial freedom. And until I get a chance to see you on the road or see you on that path, always, always strive to live a life that outlives you. See you soon. Hey there, I'm Mel Abraham, the author of the brand new number one international best-selling book, The Entrepreneur Solution. And welcome back to The Entrepreneur Solution uh, show in, in this episode. And uh, really looking forward to starting to dig in further into understanding you know, who, your, who your market is, who your target market is, who your customer is. I mean, think about it. They're the key to your success. If you've got no customers or you can't find a market that's willing to buy what it is you've got to sell your services and, and all of that, um, you got nothing. So, so when we come back after this uh, brief introduction, we're going to get into my framework on how I look at markets. What is it that I look for in, in markets? And, and remember that if you want to get the guidebook that kind of leads you through these things, it's a, you know, every episode has a downloadable guidebook and uh, just go ahead and go to melabraham.com forward slash session zero two two. And if you're not at your computer and you happen to be out running or you're at the gym or something like that, go ahead and just text my legacy with no spaces, my legacy, one word to three, eight, four, seven, zero. You'll get a download link. That way you can make sure that you get uh, all the tools, all the templates and all of the things that I've got for you to help you build your business. And I'll see you uh, right after this introduction. See you soon. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Solution, where highly successful entrepreneur Mel Abraham becomes your entrepreneurial mentor. Here, Mel reveals his business building strategies and even gets a chance to answer your questions. Mel Abraham, a CPA by education, but an entrepreneur by exhilaration and a true believer in the entrepreneurial way of life. It's through entrepreneurship that we create community, support society, and live our dreams. It's where possibility meets reality again. 
and you can have the life and lifestyle you want, one of freedom and peace of mind. Welcome to this episode of The Entrepreneur Solution, where it's time for you to be bold, dream big, and live life your way. Hey there and welcome back. I'm Mel Abraham, the author of The Entrepreneur's Solution and the founder of Business Breakthrough Academy, where we teach you how to design a business and build a life, a life of financial freedom and peace of mind. And welcome back to this episode of The Entrepreneur's Solution Show. And we're going to continue our journey. We're going to continue our journey talking about the three phases of business life. Remember, the three phases of business life, talking about the think-up phase, the get-up phase, and the reach-up phase, all of that. All of that is, is built on a foundation of the customer promise that you make. And we've been talking about the decisions we need to make in the think-up phase and more recently talking about the ideation phase. How do you take your idea and make it a viable product, something that's commercially viable, something that you can put out there that creates a difference in people's lives, that creates uh, a shift, a change that solves the problem, that transforms them, transcends them to a different place such that they're willing to pay you and pay you well for doing that. And we're going to continue on the ideation phase uh, in that process as we get to to close to the, the, the end of this, this ideation phase. We talked about the evaluation of how you evaluate an idea already. We talked about the selection process of which idea should we go after per se. We talked about how do you determine or ha make sure that your idea creates value. And remember, we live in a value exchange economy. So no matter what it is you're thinking about, we need to create value for all of those that we come in touch with. And I say all of those that we come in touch with because this isn't a, a customer-centric process. Absolutely. We, we need to create value for our customers or they're not going to buy from us. They need to see value. But at the same time, there needs to be value to our team, to our employees, to our vendors, to those that associate with our business, with us. And we also need to create value for us. So it needs to be this holistic 360 degree value creation model that is built around the idea. And we talked a, a bit about that. That's the only way to create a sustainable, meaningful, profitable business that is on, on purpose. And so now we get to this concept of market selection. Who is our market? Who is our target market? What questions should we be asking? What things do we need to look at? And we're going to drill down on that. And once we have that, we still don't know if we really have a good market that's willing to pay what we want to charge for the products or services or the ideas that we're bringing to market, whether they have the same perception of value that we do. So, so after we figure out our customers in a, the market, we're going to talk about, all right, let's test it and let's then either resign to changing and shifting or redesigning it. And so that's the process. We're going to talk about market selection here. And so what we're really looking at, and, and this is the process that I will go through uh, with my clients, with uh, the businesses that I run in, with the different things that I've dealt with, is, is understanding effectively the six pillars, the six elements that we need to consider in understanding who our target market is. The key here is this, what we're trying to figure out, and I call it the core market, and core stands for something, it's an acronym, but what I want to find is a marketplace that I can create connection with, that's what the C is, 
that I can have an original or unique or distinct position in. That, that in the process, by serving that market in, a, in an original distinct way, I can create results for them that they can't get elsewhere and that I can deliver it with excellence. So what we want to look at is where's the market that I can have a connection, originality, results, and excellence in. And when we do that and we understand that market and create that solution in that vein, now we've got something that's commercially viable. And that, that's something that the marketplace will perceive as valuable and everyone around around that will rally around it to bring that value to market and in exchange for that you create something that's meaningful that's profitable and that is purposeful in the process so let's understand what it takes to get to that core market and the first really thing to think about is who are they now here i call this identity who are the people that we're trying to serve who are they Understanding the demographics, where, you know, what, what are the, the characteristics about them? Age, you know, uh, sex, you know, male, female, uh, marital status, uh, you know, those types of, of elements, income status, likes, dislikes, you know, what is it? And, and this is going to take some research. And, and in the process, you have the ability to do direct research and then you have the ability to do indirect research. And I'm going to suggest to you, and this is the place that a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of business owners fail to do. Now, this is the very beginning. And if we don't get this right, what we're going to find ourselves doing is creating a product to a market that doesn't want the product or they may want the product but they're not willing to pay for the product or creating the wrong product for something that they don't see as valuable or that they don't need so this really becomes important to take the time to research the market so when I talk about direct research we're talking about things like interviews and now real interviews like getting on the phone interviews like face to face but but getting out there and not doing things that are just internet based that are just digital based but really connecting with them to get to the core of what it is they're looking for what it is that's driving them what it is that is frustrating them that's aggravating them that's keeping them up at night remember there's three kinds of problems we need to solve for them and the first level of problems which is the the very very fundamental is the known and spoken problem. It's, it's, it's the one that everyone knows about. Uh, think about. You think about things like the in 2008, the construction industry or the home loan industry. I mean, everyone knew the problems in the industry in 2008. Everyone was talking about it, so it wasn't a secret. The second level is what we call about the known and unspoken problems. These are the, these are the problems that the people in the industry know about, but they're scared to death to talk about it. They, they're, it, it, it is typically about their own core identity. It's, it's about their own, am I good enough? It's about their deep-seated fears that, that they just don't feel safe talking about. But think about it. Think about it. If, if you got an entrepreneur that's trying to build a business and one of their, their, their known but unspoken problems, something that they won't talk about to, to people uh, is something about their adequacy, their, their, those levels of, of things. If you understand that and you can speak to that through your solution, what a different ballgame because they're all of a sudden going to say, 
oh my God, <laughs> they, they, know, they know what my fears are and they have a solution for it. So that's the level two. The other, the third level is what I call the, what we call the, the unknown unspoken problem. In other words, they don't even know it's a problem, but you have the vision. You're, you're such a leader in the industry, in that, that area, that you have the vision to be able to say, here's what's coming. Here's how we can solve it. Here's how we can make sure that it doesn't impact you and that you can take advantage or, or be in a good place. So identity becomes the very first thing. Understanding that and doing the direct research that is out there to, to really start to understand what is necessary. It's going to you got to run the miles. If you want to have the, if you want to, to, to get the, the ball across the goal line, you're going to have to run the yards and, and there's no easy way around it. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say, oh yeah, just put a couple, a couple surveys up and see that if that works. It might, but likely it's not. You really need to be in their shoes. In other words, instead of Instead of just getting in their shoes, you run in their shoes. You know what it is that, that they're dealing with. Now, at the same time, the demographics need to understand the geographics. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they located ge geographically and, and those types of things? Once we understand identity, once we understand identity, then we need to figure out what is the problem. And we talked about this already, This the whole... Uh, known, known and spoken problem, known and unspoken, and unknown and unspoken. But getting clarity on what their real issue is, what the real challenge is, what, what is the thing that they want solved, and that if they could find a solution, a viable solution that's elegant and distinct, that they'd be willing to pay for it. So what's the problem you're trying to solve, but not coming at it from your perspective saying I got this great idea but coming at it from the perspective of the customer where's their frustration that you that gives you the understanding of the problem that you're trying to solve then we start to look at it and say in here it says location location I said where are they but not only where are they but where are they looking for the solution in, in other words, if they're looking in specific places for solutions, if they're going to go to forums or they're going to go to, to uh, hangouts or they're looking for it in webinars or they're looking for it in bricks and mortar stores, where does this marketplace look for the solution to the problem that we just defined? Because what becomes important is that when you understand where they're looking, you understand where you need to hang out, where you need to connect, and where you need to be so they can find out about you and about your solution in the process. And when we understand that, then we can now define the solution in the terms that your market understands. In other words, in other words how is it that you solve their problem in their place where they're at? in a unique and distinct way. Clearly state that, clearly present that, clearly create that, encompassing the identity, the problem, and the location. Then understand this, that they will have objections. <laughs> so what are the major objections? They may not know who you are. They may not know about your product. They may not know 
whether it works. So you might have to do some things to, to overcome those objections and you're better off dealing with the objections, understanding what the objections are going in so you can deal with them in the process, in the education process, in the marketing process, in the connection process, in a way that you satisfy them up front. Things, things like you might have to, you might have to, uh, you know, provide a money back guarantee just to give them the feeling and security. You might need to have social proof, things like testimonials, case studies, uh, and recommendations and recommendation letters. You may simply have to show them tools and templates and ways in which your product or service can be used that will show them that their objection uh, needs to, can, can be allayed, that they can, their fears about doing work with you uh, are, are misplaced. So, so understand that you're going to need to deal with the objections. My belief is that you deal with them up front and, and real, real, you know, transparent. There's, you just call it, call it what it is, whatever the objection is, and, and make it clear. And then ask yourself this, who are they loyal to? Who are they talking to? Who are the, the people that they listen to that they may go to to say, what do you think? Think about this. If I can not only connect with the marketplace of where my customers hang out, but I can also connect to an area where the people that are making recommendations hang out. So you become, you create a trust there because, uh, and I'll give you an example. Uh, I do uh, angel investing at times, and many times what happens is that that businesses are looking for uh, financing, they're looking for investors, they're looking to build their business, and we can we can provide tools, templates, and 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 certainly strategies to directly to the business. But if those businesses are talking to angel investors on a regular basis to kind of get recommendations and consulting and, and guidance, wouldn't it do me well to not only provide solutions for the business, but to have communication and connection with the angel investment uh, clubs around the country so they turn around and they say, yes, go to Mel. We've talked to him, we've seen some of the things he's done. So understand who they're going to, who they're listening to, who is in their head to make sure that you're in their head. Does that make sense? Hope that makes sense. Um, so that's really the dynamics of, of this. And I, you know, I wanted to keep this relatively to the point and short because I don't think we need to make a lot of this, but it is, doesn't mean that it's not important. It's hugely important and it's absolutely pivotal to your success because if you don't get the right market, you don't get the right customers, you don't get the right solution, you're not going to make any sales. It could be a great idea, it could be a great product or service, but you're playing in the wrong playground. So what's the identity? What's the problem? Where are they? Where do they hang out? Where are they looking for the solution? What is your solution? Why is it unique and distinct? What are the objections and deal with those objections? And who do they listen to? And that will allow you to make sure that you're contacting, connecting with your core market. And your core market, remember, is about being able to create connection in an original, distinct way that gets you results that you can deliver with excellence. So I hope that helps you in, in this process of who's your target market. And in the next episode, we're going to go a little deeper into your customer 
profile start to drill down just a little deeper. Uh, remember that you get a chance to get the guidebook here. Go ahead and go to melabraham.com forward slash session zero two two to download the guidebook. I'll walk you through some exercises to help you define this and make sure that you get to your target market. Again, if you are not by your computer and you're out driving, I want you to be safe. If you're at the gym, you're running, go ahead and text uh, my legacy, one word, my legacy to 38470 to make sure that you get the download link. And uh, if you found this of, of uh, help and value, go ahead and share this with a friend. Uh, let's bring them into the fray. Let's give them the, the whole concept of possibility through entrepreneurship. Let's allow them to shake their dreams out and bring their dreams to life. So share this with a friend. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe so you get you get the, uh, the next episode and all of the tools and templates. It's the one way that I know that I can uh, easily be your entrepreneurial mentor uh, as you grow and build your epic journey. So until we get a chance to see each other in the next episode, may your vision be grand, your journey epic, and your legacy significant. See you soon. Cheers. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you subscribe so you get access to all of Mel's business and success tips. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. If you have a specific business or success question, you can ask it at www.askmelnow.com. Remember, it's all about being bold, dreaming big, and living life your way. Because the world needs you. Until the next episode, may your vision be grand, your journey epic, and your legacy significant.